take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. We are here at From the Pit with Eugene from SEPTA. Nice enthusiastic yeah. start to the day, yeah. It's been a year, a whole year from the last time. Yeah, almost, oh, yeah, yeah. almost exactly, right? Like, really close yeah. to. I remember I was, like, promising you guys that I'll be back with the SEPTA album. Maybe I, I was promising EP then, but okay it's an album <laughs> and, it, and mean, i'm and i'm back so. what an album like what do you have to say for yourself <laughs> uh, i think we uh, did uh, maybe the impossible uh, we tried to get into one league with a big boys like tool opet maybe some other proc uh, deities like dream theater i guess <laughs> uh, in terms of like pompiness and uh, like theatrical aspects but uh, on the other hand we are still like uh, this rock band post hardcore band I, I don't know how to call it no i have to uh i wanted to comment on that while i was uh i was listening through the album there there's times where it's almost a uh at least to me it's almost like a, a mixture of of like tool with deftones but then there's also moments where you guys throw in like there's like a blast beat in there or even a, a straight up hardcore section it's no rules yeah yeah as, as the first uh, blast beat that we came up with it was um in song uh, i guess golem it was the mm -hmm. first song, song we, we wrote uh, for the album and um there were this blast beat sections and i was like okay i'm gonna do this like screams cookie monster screams or something <laughs> like that but then I, I thought okay let's do the other thing around let's try to have a clean singing here over the blast beat uh let's uh, do it the other way uh like 
I guess uh, some other bands uh, did it already. I think Lepros had some things uh, like this on, on their earlier albums. But uh, overall, it uh, sounded kind of unique and maybe out of place um, at first. But we got used to it and, and all this like idea of uh, having heavy metal music with um, dominant clean singing, we kind of g- g- got found of it. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so I guess that kind of leads me to a bit of a question. Um, I know when we talked uh, previously about, um, you know, we focused about uh, the Nietzsche and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you guys, you know, you seemed as if that was bit, a more of a side project, um, <clears throat> a bit, you know, more for fun, I guess. Um, but Septa, I mean, it just like where do you categorize the band for you? Like, what what does it mean for you? I guess uh, Septa has this like aura of uh, seriousness about it. Like, um, it's it's big, you know. Uh, when you when you see it, you, you kind of get uh, the pictures. This is like a big project. It has like uh, context. It has background. It has. Uh, some meaning to it um, but overall i think over the years that uh, was from the last time we spoke um, the niche be- became like uh, a second band like maybe the even a first band uh, because all um, late 2018 and early 2019 i was uh, touring with the niche uh, we were shooting a lot of music videos uh, and uh, all my focus was uh, with this band, it was um, I think uh, in August when we uh, started preparing for uh, recording an Sept album. Uh, we had some not falling out, but uh, some scheduling issues, and uh, we had a lot of like work trips, and uh, we couldn't get the band together for a long time. But uh, when we did, it was like early summer, uh, we booked a festival appearance, uh, we booked a studio and uh, all started like late August. So before this, it was all all the niche. It was only the niche. So I think it's, uh, now it's uh, safe to say that uh, these bands are kind of equal in my perspective in in my focus and like my energy but uh, overall I think that they're kind of defined uh, in their differences because uh, SEPTA has uh, one audience uh, the niche has another audience they may like uh, crossfade one another but uh, overall they're different bands just uh, with same people playing like three people playing in, in, in two bands <laughs> well i know that i know that makes me at least happy to hear because uh, you know i'm a huge fan of the the niche you know yeah <laughs> it, it, i guess we, we, i can't remember if we talked about like we were breaking up and, and stuff like that so it was like running joke yeah it was all the time. running joke at the time uh, yeah yeah, uh, but uh, we're definitely not breaking up. We we are writing uh, like a full-length album now. It it may be not uh, in the same way as uh, uh, our EPs before that, but uh, it's kind of fun too. It it has more like a rockier sounds, maybe a little bit more of Queens of the Stone Age. Every time I die, something like that. Less mathem, less. Uh, uh, hardcore okay but so like still, yeah, still more, pretty good here yeah. more rock and roll spine okay yeah <clears throat> i don't know i was just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my answers are pretty like long and profound i'm sorry oh no 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 that is that is, that is very welcome as interviewers we prefer that <laughs> we, we we like the in-depth stuff man that's yeah like, i can i can go lot. on and on because when I'm talking about me, about my music, it's, uh, <laughs> it can go for days. <laughs> See, I, I was just going to comment and say that I was kind of interested to hear like a little bit of, I, I heard almost a little bit of new metal influence in 
one of the tracks we listened to the other day. I yeah, like, yeah, I, I yeah. think uh, like these these guys were they were listening to a little little bit of Limp Biscuit and Deftones yeah. before they we listened to a, a Pogroms on the show yeah. the other day. Yeah, yeah, I, Pogroms. I it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost like a rapcore song. I think uh, <laughs> it, has, it has some uh, like backbeats in it and some like uh, pulsations that have. Uh, can be characterized as uh, new metal, but uh, well, maybe. yeah, I think it's it's okay. We, we uh, when we were in high school, we were all fans of Limbiskit, Slipknot. Uh, I think hey. it's kind of got into us uh, on some level, uh, mm-hmm. like Planet the Seed. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's like uh, <laughs> may, maybe metal elites can be uh, uh, angry and furious about that, but um, yeah, I can see no wrong in it. No, hey, you know what? I had a new metal phase when I was in high school. I was one of those. Yeah. Last, I was one of the last generation of kids to have one, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. It, you know, it it helped me. It helped a lot. I think it helped a lot of people get to where they where they are today with extreme metal. So yeah, it was like angsty music of, yeah. to like uh, channel your emotions. Uh, so yeah. I think it's it's okay. And uh, as, as I remember last year, it was like maybe a small wave of uh, uh, new metal reviving going on it was uh, bands like i think wayne uh, can be like uh, uh, called uh, absolutely new metal revival they kind of have this new metal feel to it uh, so maybe it's, it's coming back i don't know I would we're say still waiting on, a, on I mean, a new Vane, Limp Bizkit album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's Wes? I mean, how how is this called? Like some stampede of uh, disco elephants, something like that. It was called, I guess. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I I would rather see disco come back than new metal, frankly. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I I I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'll I'll need to adapt to it if if this become will become a, a huge thing. But but I'm okay I'm, with it. Yeah, I'm just saying if you guys put out a Boney M cover, I'm not going to be mad about it. <laughs> I mean, I'll be thinking about it. I am waiting yeah. for the uh, Septa Funk song now. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I would le- I would legitimately like to hear what that would sound like. Yeah, I, I think we, we we can do it. <laughs> if, if, if the money is good, if the money is good, we, we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay us enough, and we'll do whatever. <laughs> I, uh, we'll throw a little. We'll throw a little accordion in there. We'll get adventurous with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, wanted... uh, I I think Afro will really uh, look good on me. If, if that <laughs> not is culture appropriation, I uh, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, you you might get some shit for it. But it, it might happen. Yeah, in US for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Frank? Uh, I wanted to to ask about. Um, so I know, granted, we only do a we do this this small podcast, and we, granted, we give it our all with this, but the the amount of it, it's not the same amount of work as say like a, a recording band or a touring band. The f- fact that you're you're doing, you know, day jobs and then putting the time into two bands. How how is that wearing on you? Yeah, I I I haven't felt like uh, this uh, like tiresome exhaustion that's uh, kind of um, like weighed on me um, this month. Uh, it was kind of hard uh, I, I guess uh, it was okay for me last year and in 2017-16 I kind of had energy but I'm not getting younger I'm, I'm 34 in in a week so uh, I think uh, I will need some like maybe vacation at least from one of the bands not, not for like long time maybe a couple of months because um our like touring schedule is kind of chaotic we don't have like uh, long tours we don't have uh, uh, we don't tour like for months our tours are kind of short and uh, we don't tour uh, abroad it's only ukraine for now but uh, i've been thinking that maybe uh, to have like a, a one long run uh, a year uh, 
to Europe uh, can be more productive and uh, less exhausting than having like weekend shows uh, in Ukraine. Uh, because we we played everywhere in Ukraine already, and uh, it's kind of become repetitive for us. So uh, festivals are, are great in Ukraine. Summer festivals are amazing. Uh, we always have uh, uh, good times there. But um, I think we need to tour Europe now. So I, I, I'm kind of scheming uh, a trip for uh, next spring. But uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, yeah, also for the record, Phil just got here. Howdy. <laughs> uh, hi, Phil. Yeah. And for like uh, re- recording process, I I, uh, I love recording. I love studios. Uh, I love the process. Uh, I'm kind of getting into producing things. So for me, it's always uh, like interesting uh Producing moments. like uh, what are you? What are you working with a a doll like? Yeah, like, loops? like 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 producing maybe like maybe more like organizing uh, art directing and producing the records, not like mixing and sound engineering. Okay. And uh, and I have a couple of bands that are like smaller and younger than me, and uh, I, I try to help them out with uh, producing their records. So, yeah, I'm more of a studio guy. I, I love playing shows. Uh, I love the crowds, clubs, festivals, everything. But maybe if, if I had to choose, like, gun to my head, uh, I'll say uh, I'll be in the studio recording stuff. So there w- wasn't a problem uh, f- to have time uh, to cut time from our, like, day jobs to, to record an album. Because we did it... Uh, in a week last time i was bragging that uh, the needs recorded in five days uh, our ep i think yeah Whew, and yeah. uh septa was recorded in a week uh, so we kind of fast in this but i i, I i'm i'm thinking uh, like f- have fantasies about um set up in studio and some uh, maybe mansion or like um, house uh, suburban uh, to have more like seclusive uh, recording process because um, b- big cities studios uh, can be exhausting too it's, it's, it becomes like routine so we, we, I, i'm thinking we'll be recording something uh, this summer I, I i don't know what exactly maybe it's gonna be next sept album maybe it's gonna be the niche album we're working in both directions uh, but i think we'll, we'll do something interesting maybe record in some place that uh, we haven't been before maybe we'll go to another country i don't know we, we worked with uh, lewis jones on these records uh, he's from Sheffield, I guess, from UK, and um, it will be pretty fun and uh, very like enlightening experience to go uh, to the records an album in in UK with him, for example. So um, we're thinking about something like new next year. Awesome, yeah. Um. So okay. So let's uh get on over to talking about the new album since uh. I know Phil just got here and we haven't really got into it yet, but um, yeah, it was like very, very long prologue for for, for our <laughs> interview. <laughs> yeah, so the album came out about well, okay, so this is going to release in a week, so it came out on um, last Friday, yeah, right, which is going to be a couple weeks ago now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's a concept album. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of maybe um, insulting, n- not insulting, but upsetting for me uh, that uh, all Scepter albums are concept albums. All three before were concept albums too, but no one really cared about the concept and no one really dug uh, into th- th- that albums to have like st- story deciphered from, from that. Uh, there were a couple of guys that uh, reviewed our second album, Destroyer, and uh, 
sounds like murder and they were kind of circling around uh, the concept of this album but uh, i think uh, not to not not to maybe putting a lot of work into it to get all the like clues and try to build up uh, a story that is like hidden there uh, it's not their problem it's maybe uh, my lyrics were too cryptic maybe it was not that interesting to care about but this time around uh, something changed uh, every reviewer that um, heard the album before the release uh, they were all coming back to me for lyrics it was the first time that uh, someone asks the lyrics for the songs um, and um, they most of um, most of them uh, were pretty like uh, pretty precise about uh, the story behind the album they, they were getting uh, all the uh, clues and all the things uh, that uh, reference some uh, like cultural uh, impacts uh, my influences uh, books uh, movies that were like hidden inside the album and uh, every reviewer got the story right the story is about creating uh, creating something like artificial life maybe not artificial life maybe like god creating human or or human creating some robots and um, becoming like disparaged and um, discouraged in, in, in this creation like losing face uh, um, and eventually destroying it because of uh, all the doubts and um, like self-reflection on the problems that are uh, surrounding uh, the concept of life uh, and um, album is uh, the narration is uh, that that is going on there. It's um, from different perspectives, from from the creator and from the creation. In in our case, uh, it's the golem. We we took uh, uh, the old Jewish myths about um, this uh, robotic creature that is built from like clay and. Uh, yeah, the golem. Yeah, yeah. That's um, its main purpose is to defend um, Jewish uh, people from like all the bad. So, uh, like the main protagonist of of the album is a golem, and his search for um, the definition of uh, free will, of uh, of life itself, um, what makes us alive, uh, and. Uh, many of these um, concepts uh, I think uh, I was um, influenced like maybe not directly by a Blade Runner movie the old one um, uh, because uh, you, you remember that speech that uh, Rutger Hauer uh, gives at the end of the movie yeah. like Tears and Rain uh, time to die and so on. Is it, so was that related to the track uh, Ten Hauser Gate? Yeah, Ten Hauser Gate. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, it's uh, like post rockish um, some most of the atmospheric song on the album, I guess. Uh, so uh, I think uh, that speech uh, was um, like the pinnacle of the movie at, uh, in its entirety because. Uh, uh, I read about it. Uh, it was mostly improvised by Roger Howard. He, yes. he didn't have uh, like scripted uh, lines. Uh, he invented some. He invented Hauser Gate. Uh, so um, uh, and uh, this concept that was in the movie uh, about uh, like what what makes us as human. What what makes us abstract uh, thoughts or maybe uh, like thought process on or maybe our experience uh, and, and said that uh, he he had uh, experience uh, and uh, experienced something in life uh, that uh, none other human experienced so maybe he's like more human than 
than humans that are created normally. So I, I think uh, this like discussion and um, like pro problematic uh, um, thinking about about life will, will become more relevant um, in the future when we'll become uh, more accustomed to artificial intelligence uh, when maybe cloning becomes uh, a thing so um, i think uh, th these problems that uh, are raised in this album are like 10 years behind uh, the real discussions and uh, like real debating about what is life because for now on uh, as i know uh, you have uh, a big um, problems uh, in different states in uh, us about abortions yeah so yes there there are another like there are another um like debate about what is life yeah where it starts so when uh when the like cloning or maybe like um, making human f from some other with some other way some other um, mechanics or maybe um, like uh, consciousness transferring to another things uh, uh, this debate will be more it becomes scaled f uh, from like what is life uh, on conce uh, after conception, uh, three days after conception, three months, half a year. We'll we'll have like bigger problem, bigger bigger questions uh, on our plates. Like what is what is mind? What is uh, our thought process? How how it works? And um, what is like human life? So. A little bit of some uh, high school philosophy for you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I mean, but it's interesting. I mean, it, it's like mm. arguably we are like ten to twenty years out from some real existential questions. What it's, I mean, yeah, that's it's already uh, been said that essentially, t you know, technology is moving much faster than morality. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it creates this huge gray area where. We're doing things, you know, initially without even a thought as to whether or not it's right. Yeah. And the consequences kind of come later, and we're seeing more and more of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more like uh, religious lack for um, for humans uh, because of some religious stigma that still still lives lives on in 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 our society, but. Again, uh, in in ten years, when the technology technology can uh, will do some more advanced things that, than today, it will be another another discussion. It will be much bigger, much much bigger. And again, we are on the brink of colonizing uh, another planet, so it, it, it will be, I think. Uh, um, more like global problems for humanity than like w when to abort and uh, w when to to decide what is life the scaling of problems <laughs> based off of like the magnitude of what advances we have yeah so yeah uh, basically concept is free will concept of life self-reflection and a lot of uh, um, like parallel lines and contexts um, self-reflecting on the band itself itself self-reflecting on uh, on this album uh, because I, this golem that is uh, portrayed in the album it's uh, the album itself uh, because we created it um, and um, when we like released it, it's uh, the cr cr creative process got destroyed. It's, it, it became like product. Yeah, it's no longer creations, no longer art. It's, now it it's just more gets scrutinized. Pro product things. Yeah, it's it's more like a marketing thing, doing interviews on some podcasts and and so on. Huh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I never really considered that aspect of it. But yeah, I guess, you know, while writing and recording, it's it's a living project. It's until, your baby. Until yeah, I think that, that's why Kanye West is like recording his albums even after they're released. So <laughs> he can't, can't, can't let it go. He can't let it go. <laughs> Yeah, I get him. It, it's really it's uh, it's hard to let go. Uh, uh, this like window of opportunity it, it closes because we had uh, booked our mixing sessions with Lewis and we had to do it in such short time. Uh, I would record it like for half of a year. Uh, I can record uh, like another layer of vocal harmonies or maybe some harps and and so on, like string quartet. Okay. When you set out um, working on this album, did you approach it with with the intent of becoming more of more progressive generally? Um, I think um, the general idea was to make something heavy. Uh, but uh, like beautiful, not uh, like heavy and aggressive and uh, uh, like fierce and maybe like unsettling. So, so. That was sounds like murder. We uh, we decided to go like another way to like push it further from our previous album because previous album was pretty big hit in in Ukraine in particular. It gathered our, our like big fan base maybe two three thousand uh, fans uh, um, and uh, we were afraid of like they will they will draw comparisons they will like try to uh, compare this album and um, like the first thing that i don't want to read about this album it's like it's worse than sounds like murder so we decided to make it as different as possible so in, in in this process, uh, the idea of uh, making it like more progier, less uh, mathy, less um, alternative, less metal, um, we went uh, the path of um, short prog songs, not like seven, eight minutes uh, than is usual for prog. And um, on this way, um, I don't know, maybe it's uh, our Queen uh, cover album with the niche, uh, or maybe it's um, some of my fascinations uh, with uh, Broadway musicals. Uh, but I kind of start thinking to make it more like rock opera, like uh, bring in some uh, theatrical aspect to it, bring in some like musical hooks to make it sound more like I, I, I can't find the word for it maybe mm, yeah like big like uh, like it's big uh, Broadway production like it's uh, um, some like a you know, big on a stage like live like, sound. like opera yeah 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 it's, it's to, to have uh, all the vocal lines to have like mini hooks in it to um, to have a lot of layered harmonies like there a whole team of singers uh, performing on stage. I, I, I was uh, listening to a lot of um, Hamilton Hamilton musical about um, uh, founding fathers of uh, USA. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's influenced me a lot on this. So, yeah, we, we went to not like full-on rock opera but a little bit i, I think uh, there is some aspects of it i think it's interesting I, I i don't think i've ever heard anyone we've ever interviewed say that their <clears throat> one of their main inspirations was like broadway production that's kind of kind of a kind of a unique one in the history yeah of the show, it but... just sounds really <clears throat> good yeah, there are a lot of like I think uh, f for me, like f f as a singer, there's a lot of like vocal uh, power in 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 Broadway musicals that I'm like 
amazed with uh, it, it sounds so professional and and so good in its live performance so for, for me it's fascinating so <clears throat> if if you could sum it up would you say that uh the goal of this album overall was to create a sort of a total musical evolution from what you'd done previous that's that's just the feeling i sort of get from what you're saying yeah i think we we tried to to make like three steps instead of one because um yeah. we uh after we released sounds like murder we uh, immediately started working on a follow up on next album and we sort of finished it we uh, wrote uh, maybe 9 10 songs maybe eight i, I can remember for sure but uh for me it sounded uh, very samey very the same as uh, sounds like murder very similar better maybe like heavier maybe we um, become uh, better musicians in the process but overall it, it sounded like a natural progression but it's not uh, our way of doing things we, we kind of leap leap around and uh, i can tell you for sure that uh, this album is not our like direction uh, in, in which we are moving i think it's more like a one-time experiment next thing will be maybe uh, we will go back to this album that we never recorded maybe we'll write something entirely else maybe it's gonna be a hip-hop album i don't know time will tell <laughs> i mean it's uh it, it's interesting you mentioned that and and i guess a little bit with the hamilton uh you know i i noticed uh a few moments on there where the vocal delivery had that sort of um almost hard flow like hip-hop delivery kind of uh Kind of a la Faith No More. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big Mike Patton fan, big Faith No More fan. Uh, and, um, yeah, I, I, I get what, you, what you're saying. Uh, there, there is some, uh, like, parts uh, that, that can be described as uh, Faith No More sounding. Um, it, it wasn't intentional. We, uh, when we... Uh, recorded the album uh, we were referring uh, in terms of sound in terms of our songwriting um, it was described more like a mastodon album more like a opet album um, maybe catatonia album ocean size album more like this big metal uh, with some uh, glimpse of gothic music production so we went into studio with with this reference in mind but um, yeah, as we go, as we recorded it yeah some other our influences uh, came up there are like the tones moments there face no more moments I, I think someone mentioned six moments on, on our album so it's uh, all over the place it's it's, it's um, our thing to, to to mix mix it up so uh, if someone hears face no more i'm good with it as long <laughs> as uh, they they don't see the, uh, the they can see the parts that we ripped from like them from deftones from tool we we ripped a lot of tool on this album <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I just want to hear you guys do a bunch of Boney M and Corn covers. That's, that's all I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it for, for the next Halloween, I guess. <laughs> just please, please cover, please cover Rasputin. Just, please, just for me, okay. I love that fucking. I legit love that fucking song. Please do it. I love you forever. Okay, I'll piece it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. Well, the uh, I mean, the approach to mix it up certainly worked. Uh, there are some really fascinating transitions on the album. I mean, moments that go from borderline atmospheric to 
uh, almost very suddenly kind of heavy. Uh, I, I never, I never expect it, but somehow it, it works. Yeah, I think this, the second part of the album is is kind of hectic in this way. There are like, like a lot of transitions from metal to acoustic to like vintage sounding cabaret songs. Uh, so this four five songs uh, on the second half of the album, they're kind of we we're doing like more experimental s- stuff but the first part is more like straightforward metal songs but yeah i was surprised that that it works um, that it worked eventually when i heard the whole thing mastered because i was kind of on a fence with this i, I was hesitant about uh, like transition from golem to uh, 1915 f- to acoustic song and uh, and uh, eventually on the album there is uh, extreme vocals uh, there are screams and growls uh, they were like ingested like in at the last sessions of our recording we were, we were not planning to do that so it kind of float together pretty well and uh, i think uh, it all like framed with a with a closer it's the longest song on the album six minutes i guess yeah six so it's the, the, the most like progressive song we have on the album a lot of like odd time signatures and uh, every uh, all this broke jazz but um yeah, I, I, I'm really surprised that it works, and and, and no one uh, said that um, you guys uh, th- this this album is is not cohesive. This album is like uh, poorly produced, and and so on. Everyone like getting uh, why uh, the change of uh, moods, why the change of tempos, why the change of styles. It's kind of all in narration, so. So I'm I'm really happy that uh, people are like seeing the bigger picture and not just focusing on like this is the banger, this is uh, the metal song and and uh, and so on. So uh, this album is need to be digested as as the whole thing. So it's not very long; it's 35 minutes. What prog album has like 35 minutes? Uh, times. <laughs> yep. I think the only the only example I can think of would be like atheists' unquestionable presence. I think that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I but think that overall, album. Yeah, that album overall. total is like thirty-two minutes, I believe. Yeah, so we still didn't get our like club cards for uh, for uh, like this prog uh, treehouse. <laughs> may, 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 maybe it's because of the uh, our. Uh, our t- little time on the album, 35 minutes, is, is not acceptable. <laughs> and I know you uh, you mentioned you know not wanting uh, this and your and your last album to sound too similar, uh, and you you clearly took some pretty big swings. Was there any concern of like the opposite reaction from fans, just being like you know this this isn't the band that I'm. I'm used to or not yeah. what I'm looking for yeah I have like uh, a focus group of uh, close um, like fans and, and friends to, to, to take a listen and the initial reaction was very positive they all said that uh, our fans uh, will not be pleased <laughs> the, that's uh, like our um, general uh, and uh, like casual fans uh, will not will not be okay with uh, with this change, but um, they like praised the music, praised uh, uh, this new direction, new style. Uh, so I was pretty confident that um, the fans that uh, that get all three albums that we released before this album, they they will be okay with with us taking another step like aside because uh, if you look at all our discography our first album were more like alternative rock album i guess uh, 
second album was very heavy it was almost mathcore album so third album was like in the middle of of these two but um, they're all over the place so if you're like a true fan if you get the essence of uh, these bands i think you'll be okay with and again we're, we're like we're stepping aside in, in in really narrow like genre selection because it's not very too far away from 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 each other it's for like metal guys that uh, get uh, the difference between like beat down uh, hardcore and uh, deathcore so for for them it, it it's a big step but uh, i think for like a more eclectic uh, listener for a more like music lover he, uh, he, for, for for him it's more change in in atmosphere in 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 the mood of of this album not in musical style you know it's like this picture that uh, uh, from one side there's a girl that uh, points uh, her finger into uh, like metal and from other side there's a guy that has like uh, 100 options and it's like black metal death metal mm-hmm. uh, um, and so on like trash metal so for for like if you if you look at this from 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 a distance it's it's not very significant shift in in music it, it has heavy guitars it has some screaming vocals it has some melodic vocals drums bass it's all the same it's not like we released an electronic album or or a funk album yeah, yeah. Yeah, funk album is is, is on the table <laughs> for, for, for our one next release. Uh, but for now, it's we are mainly well, like shifting between progressive metal, nasty metal, and, and so on. Maybe next album will be gents. Uh, <laughs> we we kind of need need, need to just, just please to don't jump make, on. This. Please don't make a gent album. I'm fucking begging you, don't make a gent a, album. A gent and funk <laughs> album. I'm holding you to that. Next year, that's what call we should it, be talking about. Call it junk. Yeah, we need we need to, <laughs> to jump on this train. Uh, I've heard oh, this Jesus. this music genre is really like blowing up right now. I wish it would fizzle out already. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, if you if you if you're saying like uh, gent is a is a big genre like gent is popular, the, the only proper answer is uh, okay, boomer. <laughs> 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 it's so like 2010, I guess. Yeah, it is. It's it's been it's picked up a little more momentum lately, and I wish it yeah, wouldn't but, because but, it was uh, terrible back then, and it's terrible now. Yeah. Yeah, but I like uh, honestly loved the uh, last three three album. I think they're like becoming uh, a big band uh, in, in in a metal genre, not just gent band. Periphery, yeah, I mean, on a good day, I'll, you know, I, I don't hate them. They're they're pretty good. Yeah, they're trying. They're, they're trying to 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 be more like less goofy and uh, yeah. more <laughs> like a serious uh, metal bands. I couldn't, for the life of me, remember it off the top of my head. But there is a track where Micah just kills those vocals. Um, I think his name is Micah, right? In periphery, but yeah, I think it's Spencer. Spencer or Spencer, spell, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, yeah, they I do have the, one the real good one. Yeah, it only smiles. Uh, this one is big. Uh, it's about his uh, deceased uh, sister. It's really like heartbreaking song but it's so huge and it has a lot of like positive energy in it i think it's my like favorite song on, on the album i yeah I, 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 i'm pretty sure you're talking about this because he's like shining all over all, all, all over the song yeah it, it could be it very well could be i have to also like this is a this is a side note um unrelated and i don't know how many other people are going to appreciate it but i sincerely appreciate you covering a song from uh millie michelson that is one of my favorite thrice songs yeah it it was pretty like it was a challenge because um the original on the album is so intricate it's so delicately recorded it's 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 a, it's a, it's a masterpiece on uh, it's on um, uh, air album yeah I think. yeah air 
yeah mm-hmm. uh it has like a lot of this um like very small things going on but uh, it's very minimalistic in, in, in its production but it has a lot of feeling to it so we covered it um the way they played it live a couple of times uh they live they try to make it more like a, a rock song not that they have drums they have like uh, two guitars and so, so we tried to to make uh, like cover of the way they played live yeah but again it was pretty challenging because dustin is a, is a great singer they have this tries to have this um, like strange uh, hardcore slash rock energy in them they're like full fighters but they also have this converge uh like trapped inside of them it's a strange band for to to digest uh, sonically now uh, their last album was pretty disappointing as for me but uh, again live their their sounds very interesting they have uh, this uh, like like bad boys turning becoming good like uh, getting jobs like they they were like bad boys in high school uh, the sound of redemption <laughs> yeah but but now they're like more uh, down to earth and uh, maybe grounded um, but you you can see them having these roots you can see them having these hardcore roots because they were like hardcore bands uh, in the beginning uh, yeah I've, early thrice uh, I definitely came up with that that's recollect on it quite fondly mm-hmm. yeah there, there were, I, I, I remember I, I started listening to twice uh, I think from artists in, in yeah an ambulance album and um, when I was, uh, we're getting back to the earlier stuff I was like is, is this the same band because it, it sounded kind of cheap and um, it's like garish recordings and um, very like scene scene bands uh, of this time uh, then they were becoming like huge bands with huge production huge sounds and uh, very um, sonic experiments on every album so i i think tries to have uh, like a very distinct discography of trying new things so it's a good example for like for for scepter to to go this way not to record like uh, uh album uh, what palms palms album yeah yeah I, I i forgot its name it was so like bland that i forgot its name uh, you know be honest with you um after Vishu, I I'm not too too familiar with their material. Um, mm-hmm. I remember not being too thrilled with. I th- w- w- did they do Major Minor? Was that one of their releases? I don't know. Major I... Minor, yeah, yeah. It was after the Beggars. <coughs> beggars, yeah. yeah beggars, and then then Major. Yeah, I just it it started diverging to it to a path that it just didn't really appeal to me much anymore. But I have to say, um, I recollect fondly on. Uh, the Elements albums and Vishu. Yeah, I love this Elements album. It's it's a great experiment. It's like the dream of every musician to to make a project like like this to to try to like um, different sounds for like different teams. Uh, I think uh, the Deer Hunter Casey uh, made the same thing with Colors uh, seven EPs of different colors. Huh. I think nine, nine EPs, nine EPs of different colors. Colors, he had white, black, and all the colors of the rainbow. It was amazingly done. It was like electronic album and rock album and acoustic album. Oh wow! He's, 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 he's a great, great songwriter. I have to check that out. Yeah, Deer Hunter. Yeah, there's always, uh, it's always an interesting. I actually. I followed a, a kind of alternative rapper who was doing something very similar with like five EPs. Pre-ordered the the final 
like full vinyl box set that he was supposed to release for like 180 bucks and then he never finished the project Oof. yeah <laughs> so, so don't much pre-order on projects like that <laughs> is his name johnny crack <laughs> <laughs> no you know the I funny see. thing is i i expected him to do it he's a guy who's been in it for a long time and actually runs a label yeah. for a bunch of artists and just uh, ne- never, never pay a rapper in advance. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> He's just gonna do a lot of drugs. No obligations at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're getting up oh. there. We're get, um, it's pretty late over there for you. Jesus. What time is it over yeah, there? Yeah, it's, it's like... Uh, yeah, it's almost uh, half uh, two, three a.m. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. We we can't uh, we can't say enough how much we appreciate you know you staying up to do this and and reaching out to us. It's for okay, this guys. Uh, I know we were all really pumped to to hear from you again. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I gotta make you a promise that I'll be back with a niche album next year. We oh, I hope so. Yes, it's. Uh, I mean, I love. It's wild to me that you know you're involved in both of these projects. If if both of them were played for me uh, with no previous knowledge, I, I wouldn't assume that it was the same vocalist. It, it's really insane how versatile you are. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm bad in, uh, in taking compliments, but again, thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, and, you know, while we're dumping them on you, I have to say this album, uh, it's one of the best I've heard this year. I mean, I know it's going to rank oh, highly nice. with us, you know, mm-hmm. come come our reviews and stuff at the end of the year or next year. I was five tracks in when I had already texted like six or seven people, it was like, you need to listen to this I think, immediately. I think I was like 30 seconds in, I texted you guys, I was like, dude, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, I think I think I, I, I saw it uh, on our Spotify dashboard. Uh, there were like oh, one one person listening like uh, right now, and then it was like six persons listening right now. And I was like, yeah, we're getting huge <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I certainly hope so. You know, I mean. Uh, yeah, our numbers are kind kind of growing. Uh, I think it's 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 safe to say that uh, this album is 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 getting out there. So maybe by the end of the year we'll have some traction and maybe. I mean, a little I, bit. I know you kind of jokingly mentioned ripping off Tool, but uh, the the timing is interesting with Tool coming back after how many years and uh releasing what honestly to me was kind of a a mediocre album for yeah Yeah, very safe down yeah um but it's gotten a lot of positive attention and that's been one of the things i've been you know any tool fan i meet especially the ones who are disappointed i'm like yeah yeah, new album's all right go check out septa (laughs) (laughs) it is just more interesting yeah very much so yeah I I think that there was a thing in 2016 uh, when we released uh, Sounds Like Murder. There were like a running joke, I guess, or maybe not a joke, and more like an opinion that um, Deftones Gore album was not very received by fans. Mm-hmm. So some were uh, talking that, okay, if you don't like Gore, go listen to Sounds Like Murder album by Septa. So uh, this year we just uh, like level up and uh, uh, e- e- big boy leak with, with, with tool. So e- e- if this is going to work the same way, uh, I'll be okay with it. Because Fear and Ocalm is kind of let down. I, I remember writing a review uh, like a day before it's released because it's it, it, it was leaked. Uh, and I like listened to it one time only, uh, and I was like, first time I was pretty like excited, and because okay, it's it's a new tool album, 
of course I'm excited and I've uh, heard it for the first time I started writing a review of, of all the things that I liked about this album there are a lot of things to like there and I remember ending review with uh, uh, with something like that uh, I will write another you in a week when I uh, listen to this album some more and another review in a month well I have like more settled down opinion about it and I haven't wrote any of the reviews that I promised because after this uh, first review I've listened to album maybe for a couple of weeks maybe for a week and I got nothing to say about it it's kind of left uh, a little bit a little of impression on me it was kind of shallow i guess yeah, the, yeah. there were a, a few tracks that had a couple moments that caught my attention yeah, yeah. Uh, outside everyone, of that everyone are hyping about numa it's, it's a great track yeah it's, it has this tool feel to it but overall I think the songs that they, they played live, I, I saw two live in, in June, uh, Descending and in, Invincible, they're kind of the weakest songs on the album. And it's kind of strange choice uh, to, to play them live before the album release because it's not uh, the strongest songs. Numa is, is much better song and like Tempest, uh, it was a great song too. Tempest is is a banger, honestly. It, yeah. It's the one track on that album where I'm really like, oh, this is something. But yeah, yeah, it sounds sounds like Tool. But but the problem about this album, like uh, the good thing is that a lot of songs sounds like Tool. But uh, also the bad thing about this album is that a lot of songs are sound sounds like Tool. Yeah, uh, they, uh, <laughs> they, they kind of. Kind of the same thing going on. Uh, a lot of riffs are like leftovers from uh, previous albums. Uh, we all heard it all before, and uh, I think that minor sounds kind of like maybe un uninspired on this album. I don't know. Maybe it's like uh, exhaustion and uh, like fatigue uh, with the recording process. But I can't remember one vocal line from from the album. What? It's low-key uh, strange for me that I can remember. I can remember some riffs, like guitar riffs, but uh, I can remember some like moments, but I can remember one strong vocal line. I guess he like screams, here we go again uh, at the um, uh, start of the Tempest. And and Tempest be like that, and, and, and that's all. But I can remember a lot of great vocal lines from from 10,000 days, from laterals, from uh, Nima, so it's kind of strange. Yeah, it is, but I mean, shit, um, you know, maybe you can, maybe Septa can be the band that just starts taking <laughs> thrones. Yeah, yeah ne next tool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll need to have, like, a pause for 13 years or 16 years. <laughs> 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 Rest on your in laurels. The, yeah. Yeah. In that time, we become like legendary bands and uh, <laughs> yeah, and upload our music on streaming of uh, 2035. I I think it's gonna be something like VR streaming on Mars. Maybe <laughs> it just it's it gonna just... be like it's gonna be like oh your your music is not on our Mars VR streaming, so we're not gonna listen to you. You're still on Spotify. Spotify is like okay boomer okay it'll, <laughs> it's gonna be like okay millennial yeah it'll just yeah, right. it'll it'll just play directly in your head and it'll be like when apple put u2 on everyone's phones except we yeah. all won't have a choice but to hear you know the yeah. the new u2 album in our heads yeah i i, I kind of uh <laughs> i i think u2 is gonna be still a thing in 2035 or <laughs> it's still a band Oh, uh, well, it's, uh, I think our intention about 15 minutes ago was to, was to give you a break and let you have the conversation. Yeah. And, you know, it just, uh, it didn't happen, but yeah, you know, we I'm don't want to. Phasing out into a world of uh, VR streaming on Mars. 
I think I think <laughs> I need to pitch this idea to Elon Musk on Twitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, I don't I don't know if it's healthy to be up that late talking about these kinds <laughs> of weird things yeah. at this point. <laughs> So we should uh, probably uh, we should probably let you go get some rest, man. Yeah, it was really nice talking to you guys. Always a oh, pleasure. Absolutely, it man. is always enjoyable to hear you, hear you speak. Yeah, we hope Thanks. to oh, guys. definitely hope to hear back from you. You know, uh, reach out to us awesome. any point. Yeah, ne- next time I'm, I hope I'll be maybe in some different time zone. It's like closer to you, so I'm oh, not boy. gonna be that sleepy and like uh, mumbling some. Crazy <laughs> stuff about cloning and <laughs> uh, consciousness. So it's not, believe it or not, it's still not the craziest we've heard. So <laughs> you're good. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll we'll try to do it earlier <laughs> for your sake. <laughs> okay. uh, but th- thanks again, man, for calling. Yeah, in. thank you, guys. It's always exciting. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We'll uh, hear okay. from you with the with the new Nietzsche album, the new hopefully. Funk, funk Nietzsche. Yeah, album. next year. Gent For Funk sure, Nietzsche next year. album. <laughs> I want disco, that. Disco, Disco Nietzsche album, yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want that Boney M cover, man. I want that. <laughs> it's going to be a hidden track, man, I promise. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay. Have a nice night, guys. Yeah, take right. care, man. Take it easy, man. There you go. Yeah, bye.